I always, always see the parallels between business and weight loss. And if you've experienced this where you've lost weight, you're doing great, you know, and then suddenly like you've gained weight and you're like, was all that work for nothing? And one, the answer is no. No, never, not at all. The work mattered. The results matter. But there is something going on that we need to reflect. We need to look at more deeply to help you get the results again and be able to keep them or help you take action to get started again. I am so glad you are here. Welcome to the Real and Uplifted podcast with Dorothy. I'm your host, walking you through all things real and unfiltered about being a woman, a mom, a wife, a business owner, reaching your fitness and health goals, whether it is losing weight, gaining muscle, or just feeling your healthiest and best in your body, as well as everything in between. Here to inspire you to make life just a little easier so you can live your dreams and feel uplifted one episode at a time. So let's get started. All right, we are going to dive in. Probably one of the most important things that I can share with you, and I don't think it's anywhere else. It's something within coaching I've seen time and time again, self-sabotage, like what we do that derails all of our progress. And this can be as simple as you sign up to get started. You're feeling really good about it. And then for some reason, you don't know why you can't just do the things like suddenly you get sick or suddenly you have like 20 extra things in your lap and you're like, oh, once again, I can't get it done. Or derailing our progress can show up when we've made a substantial gain towards our goal. We've lost 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 50 pounds. And then suddenly within what feels like the matter of a week, a month, we feel like we're right back where we started. And we're like, ah, why do I always do that to myself? So I want to tell you like a little bit about my own story, my own journey, experiencing this, working through this, looking at these pieces, and hopefully shining a light on this so that you can shine a light on things that have caused you to derail from your progress, things that have caused you to derail from even getting started. And let's just dive in. And yes, the name of this podcast is Real and Uplifted, but I should tell you like one of my biggest struggles is oversharing. And sometimes I either overshare or I feel like I wasn't like authentic enough. Like it's hard for me to toe that line of sharing the right amount. And we'll see what comes out as I'm sharing like my own journey in my business with weight gain, even just recently, like in the past four years from COVID to now with starting my business, all of that stuff. So I'm going to dive in with my own little experience with this, the moments, what has really made me like reflect. And then I want to give you some things for you to ask yourself and think about and steps to take so you can get to where you want to go. So started my business back in 2020. I'm sure if you listened to episode one, hired a coach that first summer you know, honestly, I sat down and talked to a coach and talked about sort of my goals for my business, my financial goals. And honestly, within a month of working with that coach, I was hitting those financial goals. Within a year of running my business, not as far as cash collected, 
But as far as revenue, my business was a six-figure business. And like that felt great. That felt like everything I wanted to do. Not to mention like that summer, like 2020, 2021 into 2021, that first year, like honestly, I felt like I was in the best shape of my life. Like I felt so good health-wise. I felt so good about my business. I felt so good about my clients. Like everything felt so, so good. Like it was going really well. Fast forward to 2023, February-ish. I was just exhausted. I was really burnt out from running my business. I think fall 2022 to spring 2023, I gained like eight pounds. Some of it partially on purpose because I felt like, oh, I should be gaining more muscle. But also, I think if I'm going deep, I felt a sense of guilt. Like I don't deserve to feel this good in my body. And you know, created some some things in my routine that just weren't supporting my goals and didn't leave me feeling great. And come February 2023, my business had drastically slowed after two years of being a six-figure business. Everything slowed way down. I sort of saw the writing on the wall, both in not even not wanting to do, but just not physically, energetically, emotionally able to do the things that I had been doing, feeling like the things that I were doing that worked in the past were no longer working. But I wanted, like, I am so dedicated to this business. Like, I still really connected with the mission, with what I want to do, how I want to serve women that I was like, okay, I'm not willing to like quit on this. So I just stopped paying myself. So basically like stopped paying myself. Like there's still enough money in the business to pay all the bills, to save a little, you know, pay taxes. But I just didn't want my business to us to affect our personal finances. And once I gave myself that permission, like things slowed down even more. I sort of shut down the group coaching program around June, minus one or two clients that were still in it. I still have a couple one-to-one clients. And I just needed a restart. I worked with an amazing coach to help me sort of get clear, like more mindset manifestation coach to help me get more clear on why what I was doing wasn't working for me anymore, why I had sort of butted up against this wall, you know, and I just really spent some time getting really clear on what I wanted, what was important to me how I want my business to function so that I could build it better and stronger and all of those things. So all of these moments, like honestly, I feel and trust and know that they are leading me in the right direction. And if you have experienced this in your own weight loss, I always, always see the parallels between business and weight loss. And if you've experienced this where you've lost weight, you're doing great, you know, and then suddenly like you've gained weight and you're like, was all that work for nothing? And one, the answer is no. No, never, not at all. The work mattered. The results matter. But there is something going on that we need to reflect. We need to look at more deeply to help you get the results again and be able to keep them or help you take action to get started again. So 
one, these moments, this situation sort of had to make me look at what wasn't working for me. And a lot of that was my normal operating system. So my normal operating system is being really busy. If something's not going well, well, I just can work harder. I can layer on more and more things to accomplish the goal. I can always do more, double down. If something's not going well, it must be something, another thing, my normal operating system, like, well, it must be like a fundamental flaw within me. Like those are sort of the two competing things I have in my normal operating system. So this situation made me had to look at like what I really felt worthy of. Part of it was like, I only felt worthy of the success if I was completely sacrificing my health, my happiness, zero free time, skipping family dinners. And I even feel like a little guilty, like saying, sharing like numbers to you and that I created a six-figure business because like I am still working through feeling like I might not really deserve that. And you might look at losing the weight and you might be like, I want it so much. I want it so much. And there might be something deeper where it's like, maybe I don't deserve it. Maybe I only deserve it if I give up everything, if I sacrifice, you know, if I don't do these other things that are actually important to me. And then we're never willing to do the work that it takes to get the results because it feels like we're sacrificing too much. So first, like before I dive on, like one, you are deserving of financial success, love, abundance, physical success, a happy life. Like you're deserving of it. And if you're worried that you might be judged for wanting it or for getting it, that's only because there is a part of yourself and I'm I'm speaking for myself, like there's a part of myself that judges myself for feeling like deserving. Like, who am I to do that? Guilt over my body. I mentioned like I gained eight pounds, like in the course of two seasons, guilt over my body as I'm hearing from other women and talking to them about their own struggles. Who am I to deserve to feel so good in my body when so many women are struggling? You may see other people around you. Maybe you had parents who struggled with their weight. Maybe you have friends who are struggling with their weight. And you might feel like, who am I to find a way to lose weight, to feel good in my body when I see other people struggling, when I see other people going to extremes? And I think as women, especially, we sometimes take on that guilt and worry about other people. And I want you to know, like, there is no amount of struggle that you can create for yourself. There's no amount of unhappiness that you can create for yourself that will help others. You don't have to make things more difficult for yourself to feel less guilty for having a wonderful, amazing, healthy, fit life. You just don't have to. Like What you focus on is going to grow. So focus on feeling good in your body. Focus on feeling deserving of that. Focus on waking up each day and being like, I am deserving of a happy, healthy, wonderful life. And if you don't, like, if you say that or if you think that and, like, there's a part of you that was like, like, maybe I'm not. Like, dive into that because you so are. So, honestly, like, that is a lot of the internal things that I was looking at. And, honestly, spending some time slowing down to speeding up to really looking at these things is helping me rebuild my business better, stronger, more faith, more happiness in what I was building. 
But it doesn't mean that it wasn't really, really hard to be in. And as I said, like my normal operating system was like, go, 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 be busy, be busy, be busy. Because then if I'm so busy, I don't have to sit with those feelings. I don't have to sit with the judgment of myself, with the worry about others judging me, with feeling like what I'm worthy of, what I'm not worthy of, and get to the bottom of those those feelings and start to shift and change them. So I needed to slow down to really look at these pieces. And you might need to slow down too. And that's okay. I want you to just know what you're deserving of and realize that there can be some issues lying underneath. So diving a little deeper, I want to share some ways that we self-sabotage. And I'd love for you to look in your own patterns, see if any of these are things that hold you back from your full potential, your happiest, healthiest, fittest life, because shining a light on them, first step, I hope by me shining a light on some of my struggles through my business, through feeling good in my body, you can maybe see them in your own life. So there are four main ways that we sort of self-sabotage. I touched upon them, but I just want to like dive into them right here for you. So the first one is allowing worry to disrupt the flow of feeling good. So what we focus on grows and we can focus on feeling good about our progress and feeling good about our progress. And then we can completely undo it with a weekend away or suddenly worry about our kids or our job. It doesn't even have to be related to the thing that's going well. And basically, like when you're feeling good, more good is going to happen. But sometimes we can almost have a set point. Think of like a thermostat in a room, wherever the set point for how good we feel comfortable feeling. And once we feel better, once we feel happier, healthier, like better than that range that we're used to living at, it can almost be like, oh no, this is above what I'm used to. And we knock it back down to that thermostat of where, like how much we allow ourselves to feel good. So here is a way to disrupt it. If you feel like sometimes things are going good, suddenly you overeat on the weekend and then you worry about it or things are going good and then you worry about your business or a relationship or your kids, like All of that worry is there to disrupt that flow of feeling good. And it might be getting you back down to a level you feel comfortable at because we very much like to stay status quo, whether we enjoy where we're at or not, like it's comfortable and that feels safe to us. So I have now started to view my worry as a sign that I'm stretching past my set point of feeling good. So if I'm feeling really good, things are going well, and then suddenly I'm like worried, worried, worried doesn't matter what it's about. It could be totally unrelated to the thing I'm feeling good about. Could be related. Doesn't matter. I view that as a sign that I am stretching past my set point of feeling good. And I allow myself more time to just sit in the feeling of feeling good and set a new set point. So launching the podcast the week that it launched, oh my gosh, that first week, like, oh my gosh, this could go terrible. This could And I was like, whoo, I was like, no, this worry is just a sign that I'm elevating. I'm stretching past my set point of feeling good, my comfort level of putting myself out there. Let's go back to that feeling good feeling and just sit at it. Just allow myself to feel good so I can get back to, you know, set a new temperature on the thermostat of feeling good. Or with your weight, you can think of it this way. We will allow ourselves to gain X amount of weight. But once we hit that point, we're like, oh my gosh, I've got to work on it. 
and we can allow ourselves to lose a certain amount of weight. But once we've lost a certain amount, all of a sudden it feels like like we can't lose any more than that. And sometimes like that can be some sort of self-sabotage going on. And again, you've got to allow, this is why seasons of dieting is so important. So when you're losing weight, not just from a physiological sense, like your body losing weight and maintaining at certain places, but also from adjusting to a new set point, a new body, a new comfort level with being at a lower weight is so important. So you can turn that thermostat there. We can also worry, like if we're losing weight or if we're experiencing success in our life, we can worry like, oh my gosh, this is, I don't know if I can keep this up because it's going to be a bigger burden to maintain. Sometimes that worry is a sign that you're moving in the right direction. Reshift as quickly as you can back to a good feeling. Number two, the second way we self-sabotage is self-criticism and blame. This can be an addictive pattern. If you have spent years criticizing yourself, blaming yourself for the relationship, the job, you know, your kids, work, your weight, it can be an addictive pattern. We can do it to other people too. Like if you've ever been in a relationship and you feel like it's going really well and then you find something with that other person, it can be so small, like the way they tuck in their shirt and that you dislike about it, that you overthink it, criticize, criticize it until you just like feel like you've ruined the relationship and you aren't sure why. If you're stuck in criticizing yourself every time you look in the mirror, that is a surefire way to lower that positive feel-good mood and to keep yourself from feeling good, to keep yourself from that positive momentum that you're building. The third thing that I see all the time in coaching, I'll say something wonderful, some small goal or habit that a client is nailing and they immediately deflect it away. It'll be like, wow, you did such an awesome job hitting your protein goal. And they'll be like, yeah, but I really felt like I needed to get more or, but I didn't do any of my workouts this week. And they like deflected away with something that they didn't do. And we can do this for ourselves too. You can start to be like, oh, I had a great breakfast this morning. And you can be like, ah, but yesterday I really ate like crap. So practice just sitting in the good feeling. Let the positive land, whether it's someone else paying you a compliment, someone else pointing out a positive, like, yes, I did. Thank you. Next week, I'm really focused on XYZ. Or you can let yourself say, yes, awesome. I did my workout today. And instead of throwing in a, but blah, 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 it's not good enough. Yes. Awesome. I did my workout today. This is like the internal dialogue you should be working on. Next week, I'm going to be focused on doing my workouts earlier in the week. So I actually get all three in. Or next week, I'm really going to be focused on also eating all my protein because there is always room for improvement, but the improvement that's available should not subtract or deflect away from the positive. So practice and sitting and feeling good. Basically, all of these, all of these things that we do to ruin our progress have to do with moving away from feeling good. So if you can just get back to feeling good, the easiest way for you that's possible, that's the end goal. The next one is guilt. So this can be with weight gain. This can be with doing well in your business. You can feel like, wow, 
inflation, so many people worried about prices of groceries and things like this. And here I am sending my kids to dance classes. Like, why do I deserve that when other people are struggling or, you know, guilt with things going on in the world? Again, no amount of guilt that you feel is going to make the world a better place. No amount of guilt that you feel is going to help anyone else, but you feeling really good, elevating your own vibration, being a light in the world, like we need more of that collectively. So some of the guilt that can creep in, like if you're losing weight, if you're making changes in your diet or lifestyle, we can feel guilty if we see friends struggling. We can feel guilt or worry that it's not going to make us part of the group. We can feel like we don't really deserve it either because maybe we have an inner feeling like we're not really worthy of it. Maybe we have an inner feeling of, you know, it has to be so much harder. So if you're losing weight and you're doing it, like a lot of the clients I work with, we make it simpler, right? And if you're losing weight and you're like, okay, I see the progress going and I don't have to give up all my foods and I can still go out with my family and enjoy a meal and I can feel good after my workouts and I don't have to kill myself running. There can almost be guilt if you see other people or you feel like, it shouldn't be this easy for me. I've always felt like it has to be a struggle, right? No pain, no gain. Like shift that mentality because it can be easy for yourself. It You can love your life. You can love your work. I know, so I work for myself and I know sometimes my husband can come downstairs from working in the upstairs office and I can be creating a reel or posting a story for Instagram or sitting and reading or whatever I'm doing, or maybe I'm not doing work at all. And I am like, just enjoying my life. And I like feel guilt, like, oh my gosh, I don't look like I'm working hard enough. I haven't put the dishes away, like not helpful. So create a space for more good feelings, create a new set point of feeling good. This is why practicing small shifts in your changes, your goals, your habits is so important. Because if you jump you do a 180 and you're suddenly at like a new temperature on your thermostat, you're going to very quickly try to push yourself back down. So incrementally start feeling good. Shine a light when you see yourself worrying, self-criticizing, deflecting, or feeling guilt. Shine a light on that and be like, is this taking away from me feeling good? And how do I get back there? The breakthroughs are never going to last if you don't stabilize at these new levels of success, at these new levels of feeling good. A lot of time, clients can even sign up to work with me. Like they're just starting on their coaching experience and they like feel so hopeful, so happy, so excited. And then that first week, they're like, oh my gosh. And they do no workouts. They don't send me their food diary link. They don't watch any of the coachings. And... They're like, oh my gosh, I feel so behind. Like, you can always shift back to it. And it's okay. It's okay. This is normal. But if you can look at it and be like, how am I self sabotaging? Is it one of these things? How can I find a place within myself where I can adjust to these new levels of feeling good, where I can feel worthy of the success and the, the good feelings? And most of all, like you just have to be willing to let your life go well. 
Like, ask yourself, am I willing? And actually, this question comes from and some a book that I'm reading that is really uplifting is the book called The Big Leap. But the question to ask yourself is, am I willing to always feel good and always have my life going in the right direction? Like, am I willing to do that? The question isn't, the question is not, is it possible? Like, let's not get into the nitty gritty. But am I willing to always try to shift to feeling good, to allowing my life to go well, to stop self-sabotaging, to feel really good and not feeling good, bring in more of the results instead of saying, I'll feel really good once the results are here, because that is going to self-sabotage your results too. And I hope you found this helpful. I would love, love, love it if you shot me a message, if you did find it helpful, or if you have a friend who you think would also enjoy this podcast, feel free to like, share, leave a review. And I hope I will see and talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to The Real and Uplifted Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening. And as always, if you especially enjoyed this episode, leaving a review or sharing with a friend is the kindest way to pass this on and uplift others. If you're curious about anything from today's episode and ready to move closer to your goals, make sure you check the show notes for some fun bonuses. And to continue the conversation, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Dorothy McGatlin. Talk to you soon.